podcast with me, Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where we learn how to function in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its timeless principles. We've been speaking about uh, the favor of God with a focus on thriving by the favor of God. And uh, we have discussed uh, eight benefits of the favor of God. So in today's episode, we conclude that dimension of uh, discussion uh, which relates to the benefits and uh, I'm going to discuss two of these uh, benefits. Uh. So the ninth benefit of the favor of God is that it acts as a supernatural shield around us. The favor of God acts as a su- supernatural shield around us. When God favors a person, he places a, a supernatural hedge of protection around him. So if somebody is favored, there is a supernatural shield. Remember God is spirit as just we are human beings are also spirits. So God will, will place the shield in the spiritual realm that will protect the person from uh, enemies in the natural realm and enemies in the spiritual realm uh, <clears throat> or any form of harm. So the scriptures say this uh, in the book of Psalms chapter 5 verse 12. It says, uh, For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. You see, it's speaking about God surrounding us with favor as with a shield. So favor acts as a supernatural shield around us. Favor fights off uh, things that are against us uh, uh, with the help of uh, with the backing of God, and there are various examples of uh, uh, other uh, of this in the scriptures. Uh, for instance, uh, one of the characters that we see in the in the scriptures is uh, that experience. This is uh, Job. So, this is in Job chapter one when uh, Satan uh, <coughs> uh, went before God and was uh, uh, making a case against him. He was accusing Job, Job or he was uh, and trying to make an allegation that Job could turn away from God. So this is what the scripture says from uh, Job chapter 1 verse 8 to 10. It says, uh, <clears throat> Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? Where there is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing? Satan replied, have you not put a hedge of have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has you have blessed the work of his hands so that his flocks and herds are spread through throughout the land so satan could discern from the spiritual realm could see from the spiritual realm because he's a spirit that uh, job uh, was blessed supernaturally by God and that's why he was prospering and could also see that there is a hedge that God had put around him and around his house, a household and everything he had so he could not touch it and it's only when God allowed him that's when he was able to touch it, to touch his uh, children, his property and uh, he lost everything uh, and eventually in the second test it was his body so you see there is a supernatural protection that is granted to us by the the, the favor of God, uh, of God, that when God favors a person, he grants that person uh, supernatural protection. And that's the case, we have, as we have seen in Psalms, in Psalms uh, 5 verse 12, he speaks about the righteous being surrounded with favor as a shield. And we know in the New Testament that the righteous uh, 
uh, are the the persons who have accepted Jesus Christ as a personal savior, kingdom citizens. So in 2 Kings uh, chapter 4, there's an interesting story about uh, uh, there's, there's a, actually 2 Kings chapter 6. Uh, there's an interesting story about uh, Elisha and the hedge of protection that he had around him. Uh. <clears throat> and so the scriptures say, say the scriptures say this, uh, in from verse eight, uh, I read from verse eight to seventeen. It says, uh, <clears throat> "Now the king of Aram was at war with the, with, the, with Israel. After conferring with his officers, he said, I will set up my camp in such and such a place.' The man of God sent word to the king, "Beware of passing that place, because the Arameans are going down there." So the king of Israel checked on the place indicated by the man, man of God time and again. Elisha warned the king so that he was on his guard in such places. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Will you not tell me which of which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? Uh, verse 12 says, None of us, my lord, the king, uh, said one of his officers, but Elisha, the prophet, who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel, the very words you speak in your bedroom. Go find out where he is, the king ordered, so I can send men and capture him. The report came back. He is in Dothan. Then he sent horses and chariots, a strong force there. Uh, they went by night and surrounded the city. So you can see that uh, Elisha, being a prophet and uh, of God, is the one who was helping the king uh, by revealing what it is that the, the king of uh, Aram was uh, planning. And uh, and he finds himself in this situation whereby he's surrounded. But he doesn't panic. Because now what the scriptures say from verse 15 is this. He says, uh, When the servant of the man of God got up and went out the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. Oh my Lord, what shall we do? The servant asked. And verse 15 says, Don't be afraid. The prophet answered, Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed, O oh Lord, open his eyes so that he uh, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around all around Elisha. So you see, Elisha having been assigned by God to be a prophet in the to be the prophetic voice, the main prophetic voice in Israel at the time when he's when uh, he was allocated this assignment. God put the uh, uh, assigned angels to protect him, so he had a supernatural hedge of protection around him. So that's why he did not fear, and that's why he even told the servant that uh, uh, that uh, uh, those who are with us are more than those with them. You know, and this was supernatural. This was supernatural protection, chariots of fire. See. Yeah, and 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 uh, it was full of. He says it speaks that the servants, uh, when the God opened the eyes of the servant, the servant saw uh, the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. So there was a supernatural hedge of protection, supernatural. So God's when God favors a person, He grants that person supernatural protection. So as believers, we have to realize uh, that when we are in, when we are in Christ. And when we remain aligned to him and submitted to him, 
when you don't go out on a, what we call in the legal profession, we call it going on your a, a frolic of your own, you know, uh, something that God is not uh, assigning you to do, that you just decide to go and invade the enemy camp or do something else funny or uh, uh, stupid. Eh? What happens is this is that uh, uh, as you depend upon God and as you, you, you rest in God uh, in terms of uh, 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 protection, then God, uh, uh, he himself, is a hedge of protection and he does that by favor and if you read the book of psalms uh, chapter 91 you will find that uh, there's a lot you you find you'll find that uh, it speaks a lot about uh, it, it, it speaks a lot about uh, the nature of the protection in psalms 91 so many people know this uh, chapter because uh, and actually use it for uh, prayer in terms of uh, the expression but the psalmist when he was quoting it he was just uh, sp- when he was writing it he was speaking ab- about it in terms of uh, uh, as a testimony this is what is actually happens eh? you know uh, as a as a as a result he was not just declaring he was he was expl- he was actually expressing that this is the reality of what's happened for example in in psalms 91 from uh, verse 1 says uh, he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty i will say of the lord he is my refuge and my fortress my god in whom i trust see so then it continues and speaks about several uh, dimensions of protection. Then it, it even goes to a, a point where in verse 9 it says, If you make the most high your dwelling, even the Lord who is my refuge, then no harm will befall you, no disaster will come near your tent. For you will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. So the condition is that you have to make the most high your dwelling you have to abide and abide under the shadow of the almighty as uh, you make him your your secret place you have another secret place of the most high you see so 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 god becomes your head so so god himself becomes like your protection and so so by favor god protects us so favor the favor of god acts as a supernatural shield around us and uh, the tenth uh the tenth benefit of the favor of god uh, is that it grants us supernatural advantage in battles against our enemies. The favor of God grants us supernatural advantage in battles against our enemies. Kingdom citizens have an invisible supernatural backing of the presence of God and his angels, as we have seen in the previous point. But now we are speaking now in terms of going to going into battle to fight. Yeah. So not just being prepared, uh, 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 being kept, uh, the enemies uh, being protected from enemies will come in vain. But you're speaking now about uh, people where we are, we are going towards battle, or we're going to take over territories, we're going to to advance into what God has promised us. Huh? And we know that some of these things they are held by the kingdom of darkness. They're held by people. But of course, it, it also includes uh, people f- uh, fighting us and we fighting back sometimes, huh? supernaturally, not not physically. So the scriptures say in uh, the book of Romans chapter 8, it's a popular scripture that many people know, Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 31, it says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and those he predestined he also called those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified what then shall we say 
in response to this. If God is for us, who can be against us? You see, it says, if God be for us, the ones who have been chosen, the ones who are predestined and chosen and called according to his purpose, uh, to be conformed to the likeness of Jesus Christ. So he says, if God be for us, who can be against us? So uh, having God on our side, having the presence of God with us, a God present with us, that's what the presence of God really is. It's God himself being with us. Then and who can be against us? No one can stand against us uh, uh, in that sense. So uh, Joshua is one of the examples of the people who illustrates this dimension of uh, the favor of God granting a supernatural advantage in battles. Uh, and and uh, he was because he was able to lead the Israelites to take over the promised land of Canaan uh, because the Lord was with him. Yeah, the, 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 that, and God had assured Moses of this, uh, had assured them through Moses in Deuteronomy chapter 9. And he was telling them, chapter 8 and chapter 9, he was telling them not to be afraid because the Lord is with them, even though the nations are larger and stronger than them. And, and, and uh, people could ask, were asking, who can stand up against the Anakites? You know? So he was telling them that because God is with them, they're going to, to annihilate them and drive them out quickly. You see, so, so some illustrations about uh, uh, God's assurance of, uh, of uh, the backing, the supernatural backing. Eh? Uh, remember, the point is, the point is that uh, the favor of God grants us supernatural advantage in battles against our enemies. Eh? So that's natural and spiritual enemies. But our enemies are primarily spiritual. But sometimes we find that there are people who are fighting us, who are partnering with the enemy or who the, the, the enemy uh, uh, Satan has incited against us. Eh? So, uh, concerning Joshua, this is what the scriptures say from Joshua chapter 1, uh, verse 1 to 5. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses, uh, uh, Moses 8, my, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to cross the Jordan, into the land I am about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your, uh, where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon, and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. So you see, uh, God is speaking to them about taking the territory, what he had promised Abraham, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh, uh, the land that he had sworn to give them. See, so... Now it was reaching the time to take over the land, and after Moses now has, is, de is dead, and God has uh, chosen him to be the successor, and he's been commissioned by Moses. What happens now is that uh, God assures him of his presence, and God even says in verse 5 that no one will be able to stand up against you all the days of your life. You can imagine, yeah? So you think like he was going to give them every territory, all that expansions, uh, expansions, and so. When you are fighting somebody like that, somebody who is favored by God, then you find that God himself will fight you. See, God himself will, will raise help through angels and through human beings to defend that person, to stand up against you 
uh, uh, on behalf of that person. And if that person is you who's favored, then God will do the same for you against our enemies. Yeah. So you see, the, you see, see, you see. Uh, uh, that's what God tells Joshua, and uh, we see that actually there are illustrations about this. Huh? For instance, in uh, when the, one of the cities they had to take over was Ai. Uh, initially they lost the, the battle against Ai because of the sin of somebody called Akan. Uh, but now after they, 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 they dealt with him, Joshua dealt with him, uh, what happened is now uh, they were able to conquer it. And this is what happened uh, before that. Uh, in Joshua chapter 8 verse 1 to 2, this is what the scripture says. It says, Then the Lord said to Joshua, Do not be afraid. Do not, be, do not be discouraged. Take the whole army with you and go up and attack Ai. For I have delivered into your hands the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. You shall do to Ai and its king as you did to Jericho and its king, except that you may carry off their plunder and livestock for yourselves. Set an ambush behind the city. So you see, uh, God tells him that uh, I have handed them over to you. You see, so he says, For I have delivered into your hands the king of Ai, his people, his city, and his land. So it's a fixed fight that God they had already conquered before even they started the battle because of the favor of God, as, as God had promised. When you go to Joshua chapter 10, uh, we found, find it's a, uh, it's, a, it's a chapter that is worth reading, especially from Joshua chapter. Uh, chapter 10 from verse 1 to 15 so what had happened is that uh, Gibeon had, had made a, a pact, entered into a pact with uh, Israel uh, and uh, there are five kings that were unhappy about this and so they came to attack uh, there are five kings of the Amorites they came to attack uh, the Gibeonites uh. so what this is what happened uh, uh, in the scripture say this in uh, uh, verse 5, chapter 10, verse 5, Joshua 10, verse 5, it says, Then the five kings of the Amorites, the kings of Jerusalem, Hebron, Jamuth, Lachish, and Elgon, joined forces. They moved up with all their troops and took up positions against Gibeon and attacked it. The Gibeonites then sent for a word to Joshua in the camp at Gilgal. Do not abandon your servants. Come up uh, to us quickly and save us. Help us because all the Amorite kings from the hill country have joined forces against us. So Joshua marched up from Gilgal with his entire army, including all the best fighting men. The Lord said to Joshua, do not be afraid of them. I have given them into your hand. Not one of them will be able to withstand you. You see, so by the favor of God, God has already said that he has already, uh, you see, this is something that Joshua is not doing for himself. He's, Israel is not doing himself. God is saying, I have, I'm backing you. So God is telling Joshua that I have, don't be afraid of them. There are five kings. They have gathered against this people. Don't be afraid. I have handed them over to you. So the, the advantage is a fixed fight. The advantage is Joshua has the spiritual advantage in the spiritual realm backed by, the, by, uh, by, by God supernaturally. Then verse uh, 9 says, uh, after, all, uh, after an all-night march from Gilgal, Joshua took them by surprise. The Lord threw them into confusion. You see, God is fighting for them. You see, then he says, the Lord uh, threw them into confusion before Israel who defeated them in a great uh, victory at Gibeon. Israel pursued them along the road going up to Beth Horon and cut them down all the way to Azekah and Makeda. As they fled before Israel on the road 
from uh, Beth Horon to Azeka, the Lord hurled large hailstones down on them from the sky, and more of them died from the hailstones than were killed by the sword of uh, Israel, Israelites. And you'll even see that later on that Joshua asked for the sun to stop and God had him and they put the sun stop until they won the battle. You see? So so you see you see the supernatural backing of God. God uh, uh, set these people into confusion and God even sent uh, uh, large hailstones to kill these people. And there were more people killed by the hailstones than by by the fighting men of Israel, by the swords of Israel. So you see supernatural backing. So if God is favoring you with the favor of God as you go into battle, there is a, there is a supernatural backing of, of, of God himself, the presence of God, of his angels, and every machinery that he can work towards your advantage. So if somebody is fighting somebody who is, a, of a, who is favored, you are setting up yourself for a great defeat and embarrassment. Eh? Uh, and uh, and uh, you're setting up yourself against the hand of God, and uh, so, so you see the supernatural. And when you go on uh, uh, in the book of uh, Joshua chapter twelve, you find that there were so many battles that now he fought. And then he, when he reached Joshua chapter twelve, he says that uh, that there, there was there is a list of thirty one kings that he defeated. Imagine thirty one kings in addition to the two that Moses had defeated. That Moses had defeated uh, Asion king of the Amorites and Og king of Bashan. But now you see Joshua now took over uh, from Moses and then he defeated, uh, conquered uh, 31 kings and their territories eh, by the favor of God. So the Lord was with him. The Lord helped him to take over the territory in order to fulfill his purpose. You see, so so that's what happens when you are favored. The favor of God grants us supernatural advantage in battles against our enemies, battles against the kingdom of darkness, battles against people who are fighting us. Uh, uh, if you are aware of it, because you see, if you are not aware and you don't uh, appropriate the things of the kingdom, we appropriate by faith. If you don't appropriate the element of favor by faith, the advantage of favor by faith, then you may suffer just like any other person. But if you are are depending on God and if you are relying on the supernatural backing of God and in terms of you are executing God's purpose and assignment eh, because the favor of God backs you in fulfilling God's purpose eh, uh, as he as was the case for Joshua or as the case for Elisha then then you will you will enjoy supernatural protection supernatural protection supernatural not only supernatural protection but a supernatural advantage God will fight for you you know that if God be for us, who can be against us? Eh? It reminds me of a testimony of a, a ministry. It's called uh, Living Faith Church, uh, based in Nigeria. So what happened is that uh, 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 God had asked them to move. There's a, 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 some land that they had bought in a place called Ota in Nigeria. So uh, this place, God had asked them to move to that place, to move the church to that place. And so... When they came there, they went. They didn't go there because they wanted to show that they are mighty. They just went there, uh, went there. But before they went there, what happened is this: is that uh, <clears throat> is that uh, many people are discouraging them. Even other churches were telling them, "Your ministry is going to crash when you go there," including believers, uh, uh, ministers, and other believers. Uh, and that's why I'm saying, like, there can be a difference. Some people don't believe uh, in God's capacity and favor and protection and power and others don't or others don't walk in the, in the they, they don't appropriate the power of god because you have to appropriate it you have to connect with uh, with god to get the flow of the power of his spirit into your life so what happened is that uh, <coughs> uh is that uh, 
the history of this place was that it had it's a it's a place that uh, is is uh, infested with uh, many uh, occultic people. <clears throat> so there are witches and wizards in that place. In that place, <clears throat> what dominated the place? So somebody built a factory there, and uh, it just went down. The business went down and it crashed. <clears throat> Another person built estates, an estate, and he said no human being dared to to go and live in that estate. And uh, what happened? Uh, <clears throat> what happened is that the the there was a saying that would say that as wicked as the witches of Otter, because of the kind of things that they would do, and they would frustrate using those kind of examples I've just mentioned. And in fact, where they build the church, <clears throat> what would happen is that when it reaches in the evening at six, people will flee from there. They will run away because of the demonic effects that they would experience when they were in those areas. Just like they see the business was shut down and the, and the, and the, and the estates of, uh, could not have tenants uh, sitting there because the witches had shut things in the spiritual realm. So what happened is that, uh, uh, is that there's even a church that was there among them, maybe several. There was a church that was there that had been, I think, only had 50 people and has never been able to progress because they did not appropriate the power of God and the favor of God. They did not activate the supernatural uh, in order to conquer. But now when Living Faith Church came there, they came there with the anointing of the Holy Spirit. They came there with the, with the manifest presence of God. And they came and then they started, they just took over the land. They started building. They even bought those estates that had been abandoned and refurbished them and they took land. They took about 600 acres of land they bought, which they had acquired and they expanded. Now they have expanded, I think, to 17,000 acres in that region. You see, so what happened is that, uh, what happened is, uh, is, is uh, at that point in time, they really, <clears throat> at that point in time, they took over the whole the place that the witches had decided that is not going to advance, that people are not going to to to, to progress, that had been tied for years. They didn't. The Living Faith Church did not come there to show that they are mighty. They came there because God had sent them. So they were following uh, God's purposes, and if, and you can see the reason why, because even what they have built, the expanse, you know, having built a, a, a fifty thousand capacity tabernacle. And they're still building another one, which is a hundred thousand plus capacity. And they've built a, co- a covenant university, and they've built uh, other, other, other uh, projects there. They've they constructed other projects there. See, so you see, what happened is, uh, is that uh, the, the 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 presence of God, the manifest presence of God, that that dimension of the anointing of the Holy Spirit that they are walking in, was able to conquer. The witches and to neutralize the effect of the kingdom of darkness over the whole of that territory. So these people who thought that they were the ones who can, who can rule that place, that the ones who can prevent that place, they, they were defeated in a great way. They were defeated. Why? Because the hand of God was upon uh, uh, the leader of the ministry and the ministry itself, the people in the ministry. The, the presence of God was was uh, heavily upon them. The winning anointing, the manifest presence of God was with them. And so they conquered the whole of that place. See, because the favor of God, the presence of God grants you favor. So the favor of God granted them supernatural advantage. So the witches who would, would have demons, they could not do anything about it. 
They just watched in amazement because they had never seen this kind of power and they lost the battle and they can't they couldn't try because they could see this this dimension of power is so much. So the favor of God grants us supernatural advantage in battle against our enemies. And you see, up to today, the forces of darkness have not been able to do anything about it. They were defeated and they were they were they were excluded from the ruling and in that region. And so the glory of God has come to that area. Perhaps one of the reasons that God might have moved them, caused them to go there is in order to destroy the rule of the kingdom of darkness in that city and to demonstrate, to show himself strong on behalf of his people and to display his glory even to the principalities and powers, the authority of Jesus Christ who has conquered everything to demonstrate to the forces of darkness. See, so the favor of God grants us supernatural advantage against our enemies. And that uh, basically concludes uh, uh, the 10 benefits of favor that I wanted to share in this uh, 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 series uh, on, on thriving by the favor of God. Uh, we'll continue speaking about favor, about uh, the purpose of favor, the backlash of favor, and how to get uh, the, how to unlock the favor of God. Because you know that we have favor in Christ. But how do you unlock it? How come some people walk in favor and others don't? We're going to also discuss that later. But as regards today's uh, episode, <clears throat> I would like you to reflect on the same and ask yourself, have you experienced uh, the supernatural shielding or supernatural advantage in battle by the favor of God in your life? Whether it's uh, the enemy fighting you, or people fighting in your office, in your family, but God turned around everything to your advantage supernaturally in order to fulfill his purpose through you, in order to to express himself as faithful, to affirm you as his child. Have you experienced that? If you have been blessed by this episode, I would like you to uh, share the same with a friend, a relative. You can share with a colleague. Share it on your social media platform. Uh, or anybody who think may benefit. Uh, but also, I would like you to subscribe so that you don't miss any episode uh, in future. And you can also give us feedback through the contacts provided in the show notes, whether it's a podcast platform from which you're listening to, or the email address, or, uh, or the uh, social media accounts uh, that are provided. May God bless you and grant you a deeper insight into the favor of God to the point whereby you walk in it and it becomes a full daily reality in your life. See you in the next episode.